This episode is brought to you by the following generous Patreon supporters. Roll call for our students at Miskatonic. Raise your hand if you're here. Rolling Boxcars, Milkamix, Malambra57, Benjamin Lawrence McCroby, Eric Phillips, and Eric Setterberg. Remember, you can't have any pudding if you don't eat your meat. There will be a meeting tonight in the library for the following professors at Miskatonic. Eric Miles, John Imre, Brownie Davis, Wouter Vermeyen, Eric Gordon, Eric Zane, David Winterman, Frank Delventhal, Mitch L., Olda Polkert, Lobster Johnson, and Brittany Davis. Snacks will be provided by the Tapas Restaurant on oversized plates. Oh no, what's this? It seems the cult of starry wisdom is beginning to expand its dire influence. Founding cultist the Demir Lobotmist has been joined by new recruit Ravens in the Attic. Together they chant unintelligibly up at the night sky in hopes for some kind of response from beyond the stars, all too aware that the power of their ancient spellcasting is somehow influencing this very podcast. Remember, if you would like to help support our humble podcast and get some cool perks, get more details at patreon.com slash lovecrafttapes. Now, on with the show. Listen, if you dare, to the Lovecraft Tapes. Welcome to the Lovecraft Tapes. I am Jeremy, your keeper of arcane lore, and we play Call of Cthulhu, a horror role-playing game based upon the fictional works of H.P. Lovecraft. Your investigators of the unknown are... Brian... As Special Agent Jack Whiteside. What the hell was that, guys? Gabe as Special Agent Roy Arroyo. I don't trust the government, therefore I don't trust this expedition. And Matt as Detox. Clearly that's what happens to you when you use too many drugs, kids. Stay in school. Welcome, players. How is everybody doing tonight? Fantastic. How are you? Absolutely lovely. Thanks for asking. I did too many drugs. Before we begin, we need to take a quick commercial break and now a word from our sponsor hi detox here hacker extraordinaire inviting you on behalf of the australian tourism board to visit down under dingoes located right here in beautiful downtown sydney and featuring song and dance by the world-class dingo dancers now while you're here be sure to sample these sumptuous lamb skewers Prepared by any number of street carts, you can sip our unparalleled red wine produced by our many vineyards, and relax to the soothing sand of the didgeridoo players blowing wind on eh, just about any street corner. Sure, we've got our fair share of deadly venomous spiders the size of your baby's head, shark attacks in the shallows of our gorgeous white sand beaches, and the occasional uh, apocalyptic aboriginal tidal wave, but you haven't lived until you've seen the 18-minute solo tap dance of our dingoes striding across the stage. Yep, these are real wild dogs lured into the theatre each night with scraps of raw meat until we get them sequestered beyond the orchestra pit, fit them with their tiny shoes, and then force them to tap, tap, tap their way right into your hearts. You know, it's this kind of quality entertainment that contributes to the high standards of life here in Australia. People like myself from this nick of the world just seem to live longer, you know? Must be the healthy stock and all that. Ah, but now you too can live a seemingly endless, more fulfilled existence simply by visiting our little prison colony. So why not catch your flight today, hmm? We'll put a Barbie on the Barbie for you. And we're back. 
Haha, <laughs> paper shredder jokes. They never get old. Ever. But they do get rusty. In the near future, we will be able to order that product or service from an app for instant delivery via Brundle Pods. Beats the hell out of flying. Ew, I get it. Flying. Teleportation. Now, dear investigators, we finish Chapter 7, Bloodlines. Previously on the Lovecraft Tapes. In full-on investigation mode, the trio continues to explore the sublevel at Winoka Point Research Center, splitting up to cover more ground. Always a great idea. Roy finds a safe containing binders filled with a bunch of scientific gobbledygook. Jack discovers a fallen animal cage in the lab, inside which is a rat that has no business being alive after all these years. Detox utilizes their skill to open a security door, which probably should have remained closed. The ooey-gooey form of Scott Kelburton attacks Detox and Roy, who manage to kill him, but not before he inflicts a nasty gash on the Australian's thigh. It is currently Tuesday, October 2nd. The wee hours already spend wandering through and fighting in the haunted ruins of Winoka Point Research Center. Detox. You are propped up against the wall in the security room to the north, breathing heavily after the encounter with Scott Kelburton and bleeding black blood onto the floor from the slash in your upper left thigh, which burns with an icy cold pain. With horror, you realize the voice on the walkie-talkie wasn't a woman after all, but the high-pitched titter from this thing as it coaxed you to free it. Roy with shaking hands, you release the crowbar that pins Scott Kelburton to the floor. His body is stopped twitching, and you can see it slowly dissolving into a black-purple puddle. Even so, one of his arms is outflung, the hand seemingly pointing at the stack of binders you dropped a few feet away. Jack, you aim your firearm at the liquefying figure that Roy just impaled to the ground. The other agent is sweaty, his eyes staring in wide-rimmed horror at the corpse. Beyond the security door, you catch a glimpse of Detox, clearly injured. If only you had arrived on the scene a few moments sooner, maybe you could have protected them. Then you recall the pack you'd spotted earlier, forgotten amidst all the nonsense with the rat. Roy, are you alright? <laughs> I think he's fine, but I might need that first aid kit. Uh, Roy, are you alright? <laughs> Ah, I landed on my keys. <laughs> Roy, check on Detox. Detox. Yeah, Roy? All right, he's fine. Actually, uh, the, uh, I might need that first aid kit. The thing got me a uh, pretty nasty gosh in my leg. What's a gosh? Hate to say it, but uh, I think I just got played harder than a, a blockbuster video game the day it's due back at the store. I relate to that argument. <laughs> Oh, I figured. I can shoot your wound with a flare gun if that will help. Uh, as quickly as I can, get over to detox and pull out the med kit and uh, assess the situation. Sounds like a first aid roll to me. Uh, it does. Not a listen. Either that or a medical, whichever is better for you. Seems like it might be a spot hidden. Yeah, I think a spot hidden is what it should be. I think it's a shoot him roll. I'm, I'm hiding the wound with my hands so he can't see it and he has to... <laughs> uh, I needed a 30 and I rolled a 93. That's a success. <laughs> Here, let me apply this lemon juice. That should help. <laughs> Salt and mercury. <laughs> he 
Here, let me try. Everyone take their turn trying to heal Detox. Next is Jeremy's turn. So, Jack, uh, describe how you're inspecting this wound in the thigh. It's a tear in the clothing, so I kind of peel it apart a little bit and see that it's way above my pay grade. I have no idea how to even approach this. So I'm going to uh, take matters into my own hands and chop off. No. <laughs> Roy, I need your help in here. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to do next. I. Oh, okay. Fine. Let Roy Arroyo save the day once again. I'm going to, while Roy comes in, I'm going to step out and just make sure nothing else is coming towards us. You know what I mean? Covering the room. I needed a 30, and I got an 83, so that's a fail. You people are useless. So detox first Jack and then Roy essentially attempt to apply some pressure to your wound, but it just seems like the blood is gushing out even worse than it was before. And it's very painful as they keep poking and prodding at it. Sorry. Get over it, loser. All you have to do is say, hold still, I'm bandaging you up, and then wave your hands around me for five seconds and I should be fine, right? (laughs) Then I'm going to pull out the firecrackers and start throwing them one at a time, right? It detoxes leg, hoping it'll cauterize. I'll karate chop detox in the wound. I think that's uh, evident by your 83 (laughs) roll. (laughs) We can't roll well enough to help you, detox. Sorry. God damn it. Good luck. Bleed out. It'll be funny. Roy, just give them the the med kit. Get out here. I want to make sure nobody else is coming towards us. I'll just chuck the first aid kit at Detox's face and go out (laughs) to help Jack. You know, you almost hit me with that. Shut up. You're wounded. You don't count as a person. So, Detox, you've been abandoned. You're lying on the floor. What else can we do? Propped up. And so uh, Jack and and Roy uh, go back out into the main lab area on high alert to see if anybody else is coming. So let's focus on detox for a moment. Well, I mean, my first aid skill is the exact same level as their first aid skill, so... Can't hurt to try. I I already got one good first aid roll earlier on when I twisted my ankle. You probably should never try then. (laughs) Yeah, I really shouldn't do that. Yeah, ever again, bro. I needed a 30. I rolled a 35, which... Spend it. Puts me close. That's too much, bro. Don't spend it. Just bleed out and die then. (laughs) Now I'm going to... I'll spend the five points. All right. What's that take you down to? 47. Oh my god, you're that's outrageous. Yeah, we're going to die anyway. Use all your luck up. <laughs> yeah, we're all going to die. Might as well. Jack and Roy, I'm going to need you to have to take your headphones out for a minute. Oh. I'll give you a thumbs up when we're ready. So, Detox, go ahead and tell me what you do as far as the med kit goes to examine the wound. First thing I want to do is I want to grab... Um, like a sterile gauze pad out of the pack and just kind of pat it down to see if I can't get some of the blood out of the way so I can kind of see just how deep it goes. So I know if I'm going to have to find something a little more drastic to, to try and close it up. Yeah, so you grab a piece of gauze and just sort of daub at the wound. Um, it is still separating, so the fluid is sort of coming out, but you managed to sop up most of it. Now you can see that it is quite nasty. It, it looks like it went in deep and then sort of pulled slightly, so the scratch scratch on your leg is approximately three inches long, but it's mostly a uh, deep plunge in and then a pull out sort of scrape shallow scratch. Since you spent your five luck, you can see that the edges of the wound are becoming necrotic at a rapid pace. Lovely. And you can see these sort of black tendrils starting to move, emanate from the wound, and start to spread across your skin. Well, that's just amazing, isn't it? 
So I'm going to go ahead and give the guys thumbs up. Welcome back. Hey. Cotter. Uh, so you guys are standing out into the main lab there and listening intently. Uh, and all you can hear is the sound of detox sort of grunting as they uh, apply some first aid to their wound. Cool. So it doesn't appear that there's any immediate threat of any other Scott Kelburton accomplices. Roy, cover me. I'm going to go over and check out this backpack. Maybe there's something in there we can help detox with. All right. And I'll throw a tarp on him. Oh my god, it's a ghost! I walk randomly around the room, tripping on everything and bumping into the tables. I can't see, I'm blind! But I'm covered. So I'm gonna go over to that bag, that backpack or satchel or whatever it is and, and take a look at it. So you're moving across towards the pack? Mm-hmm, I'm going dun, 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 dun. Roy, what would you like to do? I'll cover him. Literally or... F- With a tarp. I'll watch his back. You'll wash his back? <laughs> yeah, I'll wash his back. After we're done. Detox, what would you like to do? Gonna kind of use what I have in the med kit to, as best as I can, close it up, and then bind it as tightly as I can. Push back against the wall, and I'm gonna try and stand and see if I can if I can put weight on the leg and use it still, or if I'm gonna have to find something to use as a crutch. You managed to attain your feet. I mean, the it kind of was just a scratch, after all. Why were you complaining so much? Exactly. Hangnail! I got a hangnail man down! Kiss the boo-boo, Roy! Kiss the boo-boo! Ew. Euphemisms. I'm going to walk back out into the lab. Uh, Well, now that that's taken care of, you guys uh, find anything interesting out here? While I was busy trying not to die. I hear a noise by the door and turn around and shoot. Just unload my gun. (laughs) (laughs) And you miss every single shot. Roy, get down! Wait, detox. You see that? Harp moving around over there? <laughs> oh my god, it's a ghost. We have to get rid of it. I don't know what to do about Pull that. Roy's flare gun and shoot the tarp. <laughs> hot, 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 hot. <laughs> Welcome to the tarp craft tapes. Can I see the, the binders on the floor from where I'm at? You certainly can, yeah. They're they're very uh, circumspect because they're just a pile of binders uh, lying in the middle of the floor. Uh, who uh, emptied out the filing cabinets and then just kind of dropped it in the middle of the floor here? I was saving you, idiot. So Roy left them here. Um, good to know. <laughs> Uh, what was inside them? Uh, anything interesting? Or I mean, I couldn't read them. Uh, we'll talk about hooked on phonics later. For now, just let me give it a looky loo. Hey, I'm busy. I don't know why you're trying. I'm trying to cover Jack here, and you keep distracting me. He could be dead by now. Guys, keep it down. I'm gonna head over to the binders and uh, pop one open and see what I can't see. If I might be able to understand this a little bit better than him. Detox moves towards the uh, binders. Jack, you attain the the table that has the pack on it. And uh, Roy is uh, covering Jack from afar, basically still back by the security door. I just see Roy backed up against the wall with the flare gun singing the Mission Impossible theme song while slowly panning back and forth across the room. Not even realizing that there was only one flare in the gun and uh, he already used it. Go pick it up. Maybe you can get a second shot with it. Jack, you approach the table and you see the pack. What had attracted your attention previously, this pack appeared to be out of place because there's not a lick of dust on it. Roy licked it clean. You kind of look at it and it looks like someone had been rooting around inside of it because there are some of the materials that are outside, like slightly pulled out. Okay. And you also notice a bunch of footprints in front of this table and the pack. Clearly, you already know that these appear to have been dance footprints. And it appears that there was not quite a scuffle, but some frantic motions. 
So something happened here. They were dancing. Why don't you go ahead and give me an intelligence roll? Okay. Somebody had caught fever, and the only prescription was more cow cow. I needed a 50. I rolled a 52. Push the roll. I am going to... Can I... You can't spend luck on that, can you? I'll, I'll say yes. On characteristics? Then I will. It's going to make us waste all our luck and then save us all at the last second. So you stoop down and, uh, and take a closer look at these footprints. They quite clearly tell a story of someone rooting around in this pack and then being startled. And then running away. Oh. Leaving the pack. Okay. I wonder if this is his pack. Like he just got interrupted and left it. And you stand up and eyeball the pack. And you see a, one of the things that you notice that is slightly pulled out is a very familiar green paper. <sighs> Detox, you see three binders. Pretty heavy. Stuffed full of what appears to be papers. There's a lot of women in these binders. And there is uh, a title written... On one of the binders on the side. So it looks like whatever they were getting into here might have been called Project Osiris. You flip it open, and even at a glance, you can tell that this is for some very thick, dense... Chewy. ...research results from some virology studies and experiments. You would need one hour to examine these close enough to completely comprehend them. Yes, I'm going to... Is there, like, a chair somewhere that I can... That I can borrow to, to sit down in, so I'm not sitting on the, the floor. Sure. Okay, so I'm going to grab the binders, uh, pull up a chair, and just kind of lean up against the wall over here next to the door. You know what? This this might might be something here. Uh, you guys can, can go on and do whatever you need to do. I might suggest uh, going down the stairs in that room. There might be something fun down there. I'm going to sit here for a little while and kind of pour over this stuff and see if it has any answers in here. And if I know anything from watching too many movies, and I do, unredacted binders that you find lying around secret government facilities usually explain everything in perfect detail. Wait, do you really think that there's something fun downstairs? Oh yeah, it's probably where they keep all the Bouncy Castles. Guys, be quiet! We gotta go downstairs! <laughs> Maybe it's where they keep their collection of jet skis. We gotta go downstairs. So let's switch back to Jack. Open up the pack and obviously see that paper. Pull that out and set it aside and see what else is in there. Without pulling anything out, I'm going to shine my flashlight in and lift it open just to see what's in there. You set aside the green paper without really looking at it. And to shine your flashlight into the pack where you see a water bottle, a key with a float on it. For the boat. And a torn piece of paper, a computer printout. I'd like to spend the luck to put the paper back together. <laughs> Why the hell would someone need a backpack for these three small things? <laughs> I'm going to grab the um, green paper and examine it front and back. So it is a copy of the Elixir of Life advertisement that you had seen previously. Okay. Except there are some handwritten scribbles on it. Oh, okay. In Dan's handwriting. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. Good luck reading it. My handwriting lies somewhere in between doctor and engineer. So third grade? <laughs> mm, second and a half grade, if I'm being generous. You can only make out a few words. Roll for handwriting. What are the words? The first word you make out is in the middle of a scrawled sentence that is barely recognizable. Virus. Towards the bottom uh, appears to be... Herbert was wrong. He has a virus that makes Herbert wrong? Fold that in half and put it in my front pocket on the left side. I'm going to put the flashlight in my mouth and open the pack up and pull out the key. Look at the float on either side to see if it has any identification marks. 
It says Kingfish Charters. It's their logo on it. All right. I'm going to put that in my right pocket, and then I'm going to reach in and take out the piece of paper, the ripped piece of paper, and see what I can make out of that. It actually has a bunch of numbers on it. Yes. And I'm going to share that with you. I immediately recognize them as coordinates. So I'm going to take this scrap and put it in the same pocket on the left-hand side with the note. And uh, check the pack one more time. Just a water bottle. So I'm going to grab the pack, leaving the water bottle inside, and head back over towards uh, Detox and Roy and see what they've what they, see how Detox is doing after yelling at them to shut up five times. So Detox is over towards the uh, west wall, just above the security door. They have managed to find a desk and a ramshackle chair that is barely stable, but they're sitting on it and have the binders spread out before them, reading furiously through the material. What did you guys find? Well, yeah, he's working. Wait. Well, I don't want to add any uh, undue work to your uh, work that you're working, but I'm going to pull out the uh, paper with the numbers on it and put that down in front of Detox. That you say you didn't want to. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, um, I'll, I'll take a, a look at it when I'm done with these binders. Uh, do you think they might be in relation to the binders maybe pages and or binder numbers and pages or something i don't don't know i was thinking it was locations of some kind like other bases maybe i'm gonna take a quick look at it uh no uh, you might be right these definitely look like coordinates like i said when i'm done with these binders i'll I'll try and plug them in and see uh, if i can get a location all right so i'm gonna grab the paper back and put it back in my pocket roy you got a second i guess i mean I'm pretty busy, but sure. I'm going to pull Roy over to the opposite side of the door from where Detox is working. Roy, I think I found Danny's backpack. Yeah? And I pull out the key, and in my hand, I open it slowly just so he can see that I have the key to the boat. You get the copier from the second floor. I'll get the one from the first, and we'll meet at the boat. All right. Let's do it. (laughs) Oh, damn. It's a shredder. Let's do it. Master Shredder to you. Uh, from what I could tell, he, he took off as soon as he heard something or had a scuffle with something. So he might still be alive. Oh, so he's a moron. No, he's not Mormon. I think he's Catholic. Oh. Oh, okay. Good for him. Oh, yeah. Shut you down. <laughs> so the only other thing in there that I could find is a water bottle. But take a look. I'm going to hand him the backpack just so he can have another set of eyes on it. Wow, that's quite a backpack. Use those old man eyes of yours, Roy. I'm like adjusting glasses that I don't wear. <laughs> this low light really helps. <laughs> Let me get my readers out. I really out. need uh, some glasses, but I don't want to look old, so... Get a monocle. That way you'll just look refined. I'll wear two monocles. Why has nobody thought of this before? We'll get you two <laughs> monocles, but we'll connect them in the middle. That's smart. I know, right? That's, that's, that's what I'm here for. Put sticks on the sides and then they won't slide down your nose. Oh, I like it. I like your thinking. I think we're on to something here, guys. If there's one thing I know about Danny, it's his backpack. And that's definitely his backpack. He was definitely here, and hopefully he still is, and still breathing. Yeah, it'd suck if he was dead or something. Roy, come on. I said, or something, that means that anything other than dead, doesn't it? I'm not God, and yes, it does mean other things. Yeah, be more optimistic. Hey, I'm worried about him, alright? Okay. After all we've seen in here... You can't tell me that you're not worried. I don't worry about nothing, no how. I said you can't tell me. I just did. <laughs> la, 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 plug my ears. Well, let's go see if Detox has found anything out. Maybe that wasted 15 was minutes. Was this an hour-long conversation? <laughs> it sure wasn't. You want to go in and uh, check that, that room out just to make sure there's nothing else in there? I mean, if you think you didn't do that good of a job, I can. I'll go with you. Let's check this out. Let's just talk about Steely Dan. All right. <laughs> 
I look over to Detox as we're going through the doorway and go, We'll be right back. Why don't you give me a spot hidden, please? I needed a 70, and I rolled a 92. So you guys both go into the what is clearly some sort of electronic maintenance area. To the uh, north here is bank upon bank of electronic panels. Clearly some sort of electronic control center, maybe? The technical name is a Hoobly Whatsit, in case you're wondering. Detox, that's the brand name. But to the south, it's uh, quite clearly another sort of lobby-type area with tile, much like the spaces in front of the elevators. In the far corner is a doored staircase that is going down. All right, nice area. Uh, what do you think, Roy? Should we wait around or... Uh... I usually don't think, but I guess we well, could. Well, there were those other doors on the uh, you know, at the other side of the cafeteria, or the shelves, I mean, the shelving units. Should we check that out first, clear this floor? Leave detox. If we're going to leave detox, we got to make sure this floor is clear. Yeah, we can do that. I'm not really into it. Well, I, you don't have to be into detox. I mean, geez, you're married for Christ's sake. Uh, you know. So we're going to go back out. Now that we've looked around, make sure there's no other threats in this room. And down to the other doors by the shelving units. As I said previously, these doors are sort of doubly reinforced. It's like a door that passes through a a short little passageway and then another door. Decontamination. They seem to be much more sturdy, heavy, reinforced glass. Approach the door and see if I can, uh, see if it, it'll open, see if it'll slide open or push open or however, once I get there, see what it looks like. Once upon a time, uh, it was a key card that would open this. Okay, similar to the other one. But the first door is not fully latched. Ooh, nice. Roy, come here. Help me pry this open. <laughs> Whoa, hey. All right, I'll grab the crowbar and then I'll go and pry it open. So it takes uh, Roy absolutely no effort because it wasn't latched. It easily swings open silently on the hinges. Roy stands there proud, hands on his hips. (laughs) I did something, Mama. I did something. Y'all wish you were as strong as I is, but you're not. So I'm going to shine my flashlight as soon as it slides open, survey the room, and uh, approach the next door. So the uh, little entry pass-through is like maybe 10 feet wide. And then there's the, the next door, which also seems to be slightly ajar, just like an inch. Whoa. It's not a door? Nope. It's a jar. It's an inch-tall jar. <laughs> I step over it and enter into the next room. All right. So I'm going to pry open the uh, inch-long jar. And then step back and nod for Roy to go in. And I'll nod back. I start doing the hand signals. I'll go ahead and reveal this. It's a McDonald's Funland! Yes! Yes! Oh, I knew it. Hooray! So it's an observation room, basically about 50 by 30. There is a bunch of tables, chairs that are all wrecked pretty much. There are some uh, reel-to-reel, over-large machines against the uh, west wall that had once upon a time recorded sounds. The entire south wall is one gigantic window looking into the southern room. So I'm going to hug the wall on the east side to the doors and just do a quick look at the doors to see if they're also pried like the previous ones. And Roy, what are you doing while he's sneaking southward along the east Playing wall? a trombone as he's marching into the room. I guess I'll just like look around on the inner parts of the room to check to see if there's any secrets. There is a book called The Secret. Go ahead and give me a spot hidden each of you. So I needed a 70 and I got a 37. I needed a 70 and I got a 37. 
Holy shit. Welcome to the 37 craft tapes. Oh, that was pretty cool, actually. Roy steps into the room, looking around, looking at the reel-to-reel, and what he sees is some wires emanating from these machines, basically along the west wall, and then they enter through ductwork into the southern room. So whatever these things were recording was in the south room, beyond the observation window. So, Jack, you approach the double doors to the south and these are again are you know one door then a passageway and then another door and again these are both ajar you can quite easily tell okay so again easy to step over look back at roy and nod for him towards the window reach my hand in and just out and shine it into the room to see if roy can see anything because he i'm sure i'm assuming he's not up at the window he's probably in the middle of the roomish area you illuminate the second room without anybody on the second room being able to see us on this side so we'll go ahead and just reveal that other room and this will be the final room for this level and it's full of black moist sticky things <laughs> roy as jack shines his flashlight past the window and into the southern room you can make out the shapes of gurneys upon which are piles of black goo, roughly in the shape of humanoids that once lived. Oh, okay. Looking much like Scott Kelburton does now. And you can see this dripping mass sliding off and the gurneys and onto the floor. That's pretty spooky, I'm not going to lie to you. Jack, you also can see a series of microphones dangling from the ceiling over each of the gurneys. What? Oh, I wonder if it was for the doctors to speak into while they were, you know, inspecting the bodies or whatever, giving their notes directly. Like a mortician does, you know, they pull that mic in and they're slicing and dicing. Speaking of which, we're not sponsored, so Dyson, hashtag not a sponsor. <laughs> sponsor us, please. Or their competitor, Slicing. <laughs> I'm going to look back at Roy and I'm going to be like, shrug my shoulders. Should we go in? My mind tells me no, but my heart tells me yes. But my body, my body, telling me yes. No, nobody? No. Roy, come here. I'll go over to him. Do you see any reason why we need to go in there? I don't see any other exits or any other doorways. I don't want to take any extra risks if we don't have to, but if you think we should go, I got you. I don't know why you're asking me. It's a lot of pressure. You're the senior officer, damn it. <laughs> okay, I'll make the decision. Wait, when do you retire? A while. Three days? I have not been paying into my social security at all. I think that's mandatory, isn't it? <laughs> Turns out the way we get rescued is the IRS finally catches up to Roy and drags us off the island. I say we don't go, because I'm scared. Hey, I'm scared too, man. I don't know what the hell that was back I there. I mean, you, but you didn't fight that thing. Use the flare gun, oh. But I saw it. It was spooky. It was like if Venom had its own Venom. That does not sound good. All right, well, let's back out of here and uh, slide those other doors shut and go check on Detox, see how they're doing. I agree. So we're going to work our way back up to the double doors that we came through initially, pass through into the 10-foot section and slide that door shut as tight as we can, and then go through the next door and do the same and then head over to detox and check in. So we have no idea how long time passes in this world. Yeah, that was like an hour, right? I think it was four. Coming up on 15 minutes. Oh, my God. Hey, you want to go move those shredders to the boats? Yeah, we should go check out the the second floor again. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge, say no more. You 
exit the observation area and move northward towards where you can still see Detox sitting at this desk, hunched over the binders. Why don't each of you give me a spot hidden? I needed a 70 and I rolled an 8. I needed a 70, I got a 77, so I'm glad he got an extreme success. So Jack, you're in the lead with Roy trailing behind you. But as you get closer, you notice a couple things that begin to disturb you. Detox is no longer holding the flashlight. It's just sitting on the surface of the desk. And it's rolling by itself slightly, back and forth, back and forth. Detox's body is shaking. A very faint vibration, it seems. I really need to cut off the caffeine, man. You come up within 10 feet, growing more and more concerned. And that's when you see a burst of blood erupt from their nose onto the binder contents, while simultaneously blood begins to leak out of their ears. And then Detox looks at you, whips their head around. You can see their eyes are completely broken capillaries, and blood is oozing out of their mouth from the gums. And there is a growing puddle in the chair. Raise my weapon and fire. Detox, you're still fully in command of your faculties. Would you like to fight back or dodge? I'm going to fight back. I still have the baton that I can use. So let's begin with Jack. Go ahead and fire your firearm. I needed a 59. I rolled a 14. All right. So you're going to need at least a hard to fight back, Detox. I needed a 45. I rolled a 33. That is a success, but not a good enough success. Jack, roll some damage, please. One. So you take one hit point, Detox. And what are you uh, at now, currently? So that puts me at 8 out of 10. Jack unloads a bullet, startling Roy, who can't quite clearly see what's going on, standing behind Jack with the flashlight beam rolling on the desk, sort of obliterating his uh, eyesight for a minute. And Detox, in a moment of pain and shock, grasps the asp and thrashes out, but just barely misses Jack. And the bullet slices along Detox's cheek, opening up the skin, and blackish blood begins pouring out of the wound. And Jack, you're horrified to see your newfound friend. The capillaries and veins start to bulge with black inside the cheek that you've ruptured. And I am going to need you to make a sanity roll, please. I needed a 78. I rolled an 88. All right, then. So I'm going to need you to roll a D4, please. A 2. And you'll take two points of sanity damage. What's that take you down to? 76. Out of? 80. Detox, I think you're next. What the hell do you think you're doing? And then I'm going to take a second to look at myself and see what's going on. And then I'm going to say, damn it, do I have to do it myself? And then I'm going to try and grab his gun out of his hands. Ooh, (laughs) I like that. All right, so that'll be a brawl. Jack, Detox... Lashes out, attempting to grab your weapon. What are you going to do? Fight back or dodge? I'm going to shoot again. Go ahead, Detox, your first. I needed a 45. I rolled an 84. That's a failure. Check. I needed a 59. I rolled a 61. So you both fail, but a, a round goes off and bounces along the lab, echoing into the darkness. Roy, clearly these guys are now in a grappling situation, and you're not quite sure why, but you're standing behind Jack currently. Allah. Did you just pray to Allah? I'm going to ask if we can just sit down and talk about our feelings for a moment. I'll take a swing at Detox with the crowbar. Detox, how would you like to respond? 
think I'm going to go for a dodge. Why not? So go ahead, Roy, you first. I needed a 25. I got a 71. That's a fail. I needed a 35, and I rolled a 22. That's a successful dodge. Detox easily dodges it. Uh, Roy is just suddenly startled as he raises the crowbar and takes a swing at this humanoid who is grappling with Jack and then recognizes, oh my god, that's Detox. And god, they look terrible. (laughs) And all the blood is on the floor now just pouring out of Detox. It's like it's pushing it out of Detox. Like it's forcing the blood out. And we're top of the round with Jack. I'm sorry. I don't want you to become something you don't want to be. And then I'm going to fire another round. I needed a 59. I rolled a 1. You do maximum damage. No matter what, I do 10. Correct. Well, in that case, I'm at negative 2 hit points, so... Jack, describe to me what happens when you put a bullet directly into Detox's face. As Detox swung at me... It put them off kilter, and I just brought my 9mm up under their chin and pulled the trigger. Detox's ruined form collapses to the ground, bleeding out. No features left on its face. But you can see, Jack, that whatever had begun to infect Detox is still working. And you can see the flesh that is exposed crawling, bulging beneath the skin, Roy, we gotta get the hell out of here. This is more than we can handle. What about Dan, though? I have no idea. Do we want this to happen to us? No, I guess we should get out of here. I don't want to leave Dan. Are those coordinates? Are they on the island? I pull that paper back out of my pocket. I don't know enough about coordinates to know where these are at, but if, if we got these out of his pack and he got away, maybe he went to another location. There's something else I found too, Roy, and I'm going to reach in my left pocket and pull out the the piece of paper and show him Dan's writing. It says the doctor was wrong and that this is a virus. We can go, we can leave, we can find out where those coordinates are, and if they're here, we know what we're up against and come back. But what we have to do, most of all, we got to get those shredders into the boat. (laughs) I agree. I didn't move them for nothing. All right, let's get back to that elevator. If that rat's still there, I'm taking it with us. That's pretty creepy, okay. We gotta do some tests or something. We gotta we gotta let the world know what's going on. Okay, let's go. So we're gonna work our way back to the storage area elevator as quickly as we can, but as quietly as we can. You double-time it back to the uh, elevator area, the lobby, and Roy, you notice that the cage has tipped over. And the lab coat that we had been covering it is now slumped on the floor and the cage door is burst open and the cage is empty. And Jack, from behind you, you can hear approaching fast. Not now, Roy. I didn't do anything. Trying to kiss my neck. I'm sorry. I whip around with my gun ready. You can't get a beat on it. You don't see it any place. Roy, Roy, get in the elevator now. I'll get in the elevator. Get up that rope. I'll start climbing the rope. Not so fast. I gotta watch. Yeah, I'll just go as fast as I can and start climbing the rope. All right, that sounds like it's under duress. I'm gonna need you to make a climb roll. Oh, of course you do. Neither the 20 got an 8. That's a hard success. You managed to easily clamber up the rope. And Jack, what are you doing? Backing up slowly, covering Roy with my flashlight and my gun, going through the doors into the elevator. Okay, you're in the elevator. With my gun still pointing out the open door, grab the rope and wrap it around my leg and wrap the rope around my waist and say, Roy, pull me up. 
I'll start pulling. Roy attains the top and starts pulling, grunting and muscling. And Jack is dangling from the end of it. A flashlight pointed down with the gun. As you're about 30 feet up, you see the rat scurry past underneath inside the elevator. Put the flashlight in my mouth and start climbing up the rope as best I can to help as he's pulling me to go faster. So you easily attain the top of the shaft. So you're in the lobby uh, just outside the elevator shaft, breathing heavily, sweaty. Roy, let's just get outside, get some fresh air, and uh, and try to think about what we're going to do next. I want to get out of here. Let's work our way out. Jack opens up the front entrance door, and the two step outside into the cool night air. It has stopped hailing, but there is a fine mist, cold, wet mist settling down. Your eyes begin to adjust to the darkness, and just then... A spotlight illuminates you, framed against the corner of the front entrance door, and you hear a voice call out, Freeze! Drop your weapons now! And you hear several people there surrounding the entire entrance. I'll drop the crowbar. I slowly set my gun on the ground and put my arms up. I get on my knees. I get on his knees. You hear a heavy footfall, boots approaching, and someone cocks a gun, and you hear a voice say, Well, that was a wise move, gentlemen. Now, if you'd like to escort us, we have some questions about a certain Dan Williams and where he might be right about now. And that's where we'll call it. Perfect, Nugent. So, was this like a decoy? Did Dan come here, find out that it wasn't the elixir of life, that it was a virus, and just and take off somehow off the island some other way than the boat that's what i'm thinking we're on the right path roy i'm not because i'm dead ha that's true but i think that was probably a blessing in disguise to be honest with you you didn't want to become whatever that thing was and you missed it i was going to toss you the uh the usb around detox's neck that would have you could have plugged in back at the clinic and got access to all of her files and everything that she had but you left it down there so such as the uh story goes when you're terrified of what's going to happen <laughs> when your bubbling skin turns black <laughs> i figured someone was gonna have to die in some sort of horrible manner eventually and I mean, I only, I've only had detox for this one chapter, so it's not like anybody really cares yeah, about the character. Yeah, I was pretty sure it would be all of us. Uh, I, did I was, too. I mean, th- this certainly was uh, set up to be extremely deadly. All I'm saying is if we would have talked about Steely Dan, that would have gone very differently. It's time for some recommendo, so please roll D100. I rolled a 52. I rolled a 62. I rolled a 45. I rolled a 1. Nicely done. So it's going to be Brian, me, Matt, then Gabe. So, Brian, go ahead and start us off, buddy. I bought the the newest version of the Google Daydream. Holy crap, it's fun. I have the, the Google Pixel XL2. The clarity and the realism of it is so much fun. This one was on sale for $40. Picking it up, I was like, ah, it'll be, you know, I'll just try it out. 40 bucks, you can't go wrong, whatever. But... Me and my daughter this weekend, we basically were on it for probably three hours total. There's so many free games out there that are fun, but the game that caught us the most, it's a snowball fight. So you're a kid 
in a neighborhood and these little kids pop up and you got to shoot them with the snowballs and then you block with a uh, trash can lid the snowballs they throw at you and the faster and more accurate you are the more stars you get you keep going down and it keeps getting harder more difficult they appear like up on a balcony and then they're running so you got to hit moving targets so really really cool i highly recommend it if you have a phone that can support it, it doesn't have to be a google phone you just have to be able to get daydream for your phone that app is on the the, the play store but highly recommend the the google daydream headset really high quality nice feel it's all fabric the remote it's a type c charger so it charges really fast got great storage for the remote inside the actual fold where your phone goes easy to adjust headband so the google daydream definitely check it out and my recommendo for tonight is 2018's mandy Directed by Panos Cosmatos from Beyond the Black Rainbow. Starring the wonderful Nick Cage, Vampire's Kiss. Andrea Riseborough from Birdman. And Linus Roach from Batman Begins. And the description on Letterboxd says, The Shadow Mountains. 1983. Red and Mandy lead a loving and peaceful existence, but when their pine-scented haven is savagely destroyed, Red is catapulted into a phantasmagoric journey filled with the bloody vengeance and laced with fire. And the only reason I quoted that particular synopsis is it is dead on. This is a near-perfect ode to Doom Metal, the artwork of Frank Frazetta, and a celebration of Nick Cage's range as an actor. He has a freakout scene, probably about midway through the movie, in this tiny little bathroom, and drinks an entire bottle of vodka, and it is just glorious to watch as he parades through all of the available emotions that humans can produce. Uh, It has a lot of gore, there is some nudity, especially Full Frontal from uh, Linus Roach, and LSD Mindfucks. They do a lot with camera work and double imagery to produce these sort of LSD after effects, which is really cool. It also mixes in a little bit of Hellraiser. There are some demons here. And it really cranks up the 70s exploitation vibe. If you think of those uh, late 60s, early 70s motorcycle gang from hell things, it's got that vibe going on for it too. So I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, Some people find it a little slow towards the beginning, but I believe that's completely necessary to lay the groundwork for what's to come. And it goes off the rails within the last 30 to 45 minutes. So if you like that sort of thing, check out Mandy. It is on Shudder now. All right, Matt. Uh, this week for you, I have a game called Surviving Mars, uh, developed by Hamamont Games, published by Paradox Interactive. It is a RTS uh, city builder survival game where you take on the responsibility of setting up a sustainable colony on Mars. So you pick, you know, your sponsor, which whether that be a, a country or a corporation or whatnot, and each, you know, each possible starter sponsor has different upgrades or different perks and you take off for mars you pick where you want to land and you start you know making the best of what's there you have to you know find water to make sure that you can make oxygen for people to survive and you have to start mining metals and concrete so you can build your your space domes so that you can you know have housing and stuff for your colonists and it becomes this this game of managing your resources and trying to balance that with the constant need for expansion and the need to to keep moving forward and it is a really great RTS game it's a lot of fun especially with the new space race DLC which actively pits you against other AI colonies and it's it's a lot faster paced than most RTS games which is why i like it 
But if you know if you're if you're into you know space travel and city building, uh, Surviving Mars is a really really great game to to buy. And Gabe, close this out. I'm also doing a video game, but it's vastly different. So I'm uh, recommendo Vampire with a Y. It's on all platforms. You're a uh, surgeon who also is a vampire. A portion of the game is trying to figure out how you became a vampire, and then dealing with being a vampire while trying to sort of protect the city, while also at the same time treating patients. Like, you have to work in a hospital as a vampire, and you can exploit your patients for blood, and you can also use them to try and help you hunt, because it's more, it's closer to a psych ward than it is a uh, hospital. It's a, uh, it's sort of a slower game. There's a lot of dialogue, but it's very lore-based, which I like. It's a very gloomy time in the 19... 19- tens england the whole game takes place at night and you're basically trying to combat the spanish flu and a vampire invasion that's taking place in london at the same time it's very cool it's open world so you get to really explore london it feels to me like an older school game just with the way that it's so gothic and stuff so i'd recommend vampire unfortunately guys that's going to be it for this episode of lovecraft tapes and that's it for this scenario Thank you for listening. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Music, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere you download your regular podcasts. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review. Meanwhile, you can find us at thelovecrafttapes.com with links to all our recommendos and social media channels, including Facebook, Reddit, YouTube, and our Discord server, where we chat all the time in real time to real people all the time. All the time. Simultaneously. Backwards. You can find me on Twitter at Lovecraft Tapes. And if anybody wants to hit me up with new character ideas, considering I got screwed out of this one, find me on Twitter at The Real Weird Kid. And if anybody wants to congratulate me for uh, cockroaching my way through another scenario, you can find me at Lovecraft Gabe. If anybody can uh, give me a cure for uh, rat scratch, I'd, I'd really appreciate that. You can reach me at Brian Podcast. And until next time. Roll for rat catch fever. Do do do. We need some more cowbell up in here. The Lovecraft Tapes podcast is copyright 2018. For more information and sponsorship opportunities, please send email to podcast at thelovecrafttapes.com. Support the Lovecraft Tapes podcast and get access to exclusive content and rewards at patreon.com slash lovecrafttapes. You know what they like to do with candy canes around here? Turn them into shanks for prison. God damn it, Gabe. Get your shit together. Alright, I'm ready. On three. One, two, three. I'm sorry I gave you the clap, guys. That's oh. alright. That's what I call a Thursday afternoon. Awful, awful itchy. It is itchy. And the pus. Ooh. Well, I'm doing a decaffeinated uh, mint tea, so Whoa. no drugs for me tonight. Slow down, you demon. No uppers nor downers. You know, it's going to be a real downer, the fact that we're ending the uh, the chapter tonight. Oh, I hate you. I hate you, too. <laughs> In excess is better. Yeah, but Bono saved the world, so. True. Please fight it out in the comment section underneath our YouTube video. Who's better? 
Can you guys hear that? Yeah, what is that? It's my puppy having a nightmare. Tell it to shut up. I, I did. Good. We're recording. Okay, here he comes. Are you okay? Go upstairs and go night-night. That was pretty harsh, Brian. Yeah, God. Where am I? Where are my stories? I need my prune juice. Did you hear that George works for Fox News? <laughs> Please leave that in for him. Good Lord. <laughs> we double-team it. Double-team it? Double-team it. <laughs> We're on a secret mission. Somebody's secret plan. <laughs> <laughs>